Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Happy Monday, everyone! Welcome to Kwentuong Pilipina, a podcast and community that aims to be a safe space for us to converse with different Filipinos around the globe for their inspiring kwentos. I'm your Sunshine Cleo, the founder of Hiraya Pilipina, and your host here at Kwentuong Pilipina. For today's episode, we have Maika Gonzalez a content creator and online coach. Actually, una ko nakilala si Maika when I hosted an online webinar on ANB Philippines and Maika was one of the guest speakers. So she's indeed a substantial woman and I was, of course, I was inspired by her presentation. So I told myself, you know what, Cleo? Let's invite Maika at Kintuong Pilipina. And now, she's here! <laughs> Maika believes that anyone can find purpose in their lives through creative passion projects, side hustles, and businesses, especially with the right mindsets, tools, and systems that work for them. So without further ado, here's my Kuntuhan with Maika. Maika, thank you so much once again for being here and welcome to Kwentuhang Filipina, a safe space for everyone to listen and be heard. So, we usually start our podcast episodes with a little icebreaker. Ooh! Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to play Never Have I Ever? Oh my gosh, I think so. I think I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> yes, okay. So, first, Never Have I Ever given productivity advice that I had a hard time following? I have... Okay, this is hard for me to say just never or if I've done this because, yes, I always give advice based on things that I've tried, but it doesn't mean I don't struggle. So I think generally, no, I don't give advice that I don't stick to, but I'm human, so it's okay if you struggle as well. Yes, (laughs) I love that answer. Um, Minsan... Nagbibigay tayo ng advice na kapag nagbibigay tayo ng advice na hindi naman natin kayang i-apply sa sarili natin. I think it's like kind of hypocritical. No? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's sometimes, you know, sometimes we know better judgment. We have better judgment. But like at the same time, it's a little bit harder to actually get it done. So it depends. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it ends up being hypocritical. Sometimes it's just a matter of, well... Sometimes you just need, you know, a little more help, a little bit of, um, you know, it's not that your advice is wrong. It's just that some people, we just need to take our own advice and that's okay. That's also its own process. But yes, sometimes it can be hypocritical. I that's like true. It. Yeah, okay. Text, Maika. Diba, super um, evident, lalo na sa Filipino culture, ang tawad, panghingi ng tawad sa charge kapag nag-charge ka ng iyong work. So I just want to ask... For our next Never Have I Ever, Never Have I Ever felt guilty for charging my clients my usual rates, even if nanghihingi sila na quote-unquote tawad. 
I have felt guilty about that very early on in my career. Do I still feel guilty about it now? No. But I just want people to know that I have been there. If you feel guilty like, oh man, I don't want to charge for this. Parang, it's just my time, diba? It doesn't mean a lot to me. It's like, I shouldn't be charging for my time. I know what it's like. So guilty, but not anymore. Oh, I love that. And I think na mas alam kasi natin yung rates natin eh, kasi sa clients natin. So alam natin mm-hmm. yung kung gaano natin sila katagal ginagawa, especially as a content creator myself. I also know that feeling. So I totally agree with you. <laughs> right. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> yes. And lastly, never have I ever doubted the path that I decided to take, which is business coaching. I have doubted it. I feel like I'm guilty of all these things. It's just that I'm so good at handling these feelings now. I mean, I'm guilty of thinking all the things that I talk about, and that's why I can talk about them. So yes, guilty. But am I? Do I feel regret now? Absolutely not. Guilty before, not guilty now. I love that, and I'm sure that you're also helping a lot of your clients and a lot of people. And it's such a nice thing that you. It's. You're doing a wonderful thing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're doing the you're doing amazing things yourself. And Cleo, you're so young compared to like me. I'm like 24. I wasn't doing what you're doing at your age and I just say. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my god, you're bosses. We love. We love. We love. <laughs> so my god, I just wanted to ask and have a quick background of what was your life like? before you pursued business coaching oh gosh it was very generic i guess it was so un it was so uncreative i had i did everything by the book i went to school i went to college when i should i the most the most i guess remarkable thing about my college experience was i did an exchange program and that wasn't what everyone was doing but like so that's like the most unremarkable thing And I thought when I got out of college, I was just gonna take a corporate job, you know, climb the corporate ladder. I really saw that was the direction my life was heading because that was the only thing I was exposed to. My mother uh, worked a f- worked like full time in a corporate job for like 20 years. That was what I was exposed to around in my family. So that was really what I thought I would be. And the thing is, the funny thing is, one time when I was really bored, one of the one semester in college, I decided to start a blog. I loved writing. I loved personal development. I loved productivity, goal setting, and I was learning a lot. People my age were asking me, "How are you so productive?" You know, things like that in college and stuff. So I was like, "I'm going to blog about that because, you know, creators, we love expressing ourselves, right? We love talking about the things that we have experience in. We're not experts yet, you know, in something, but we just want to talk about it." So that's what I did. And I don't know, somehow it was gr- it started growing an audience, it started getting traction, which surprised me. And I started experimenting. I was like thinking, is there a way to make money as a blogger? And look, Cleo, when I tell you this, I did not know that this was a thing. I did not know content creators made money. I didn't even know, I didn't know what it was like to be on YouTube. I didn't know anything, you know? It was so, this was like years ago. I don't know, it must have been around, what, four or five years ago when it, this wasn't the most common thing. So I started experimenting with things. I was like, okay, let me launch a digital planner on my blog because I had an audience. So I said, hey, you know, friends, I have this thing. And people were buying it. And I was like, oh, my God, I think I can do more stuff. And so, yeah, this is really long story short is I always tell people is I became a business owner and a business coach like now 
by accident because this wasn't in the plan. It was a hobby I started and I thought it would only be a hobby, a fun thing I do on Saturdays after my job and whatever. But no, it became, you know, it became its own thing. And I cannot, I cannot express how grateful I am for just that cute little hobby that turned into my career now. Yes, and I totally agree with you. I think maraming mga content creators na at first hindi nila alam na you can earn money from it, that you can monetize the content that you yeah. create. Yes, because you just simply love sharing the knowledge that you know with other people. And that's one thing I love about content creation. And now you were able to turn your hobby into a career. Was it scary at first? Oh, super scary. Super scary. People around me, I mean, my I have the most supportive parents, I have the most supportive friends, but even they were saying, are you sure you want to quit your job? Because by the time I turned my blog into a business, I had been employed for less than a year. So it was a brand new job, corporate job, and I had a good future in that company. So everyone was saying, are you sure you're going to give up this fast track? You know, you could become a manager in two years because it was a managerial program, blah, blah, blah. Are you sure you're having such a great salary? And I was like, I was sure, but now you're making me doubt myself. But yeah, but Sabiko, Sabiko, you know what? There's no time like now. I'm, I was young. I was 20 something. I can't remember. I was 20 something, like very, very early 20s. And I was thinking the... The best time for me to take a risk now, a calculated risk, by the way, is now. While I'm young, I don't have dependents naman, wala akong children, wala akong stuff like that, you know? So I said, this, it has to be now. And sabi ko, look, if I quit my job, start, pursue this business, and if it flops in like one or two years, sabi ko, I'm still young. I can still go back to a corporate job. And I'm gonna have a lot of skills because I tried to start a business. And that gives you so many skills. I know, Cleo, you can relate to this. Starting a business gives you all these leadership skills, managerial skills. You know, you have to be self-accountable, all that stuff, leading teams, whatever. Sabi ko, you know what? If I try this out, wala, I won't lose anything because I can always apply to a new job if things failed. Luckily, di naman. Nothing, um, I, my business definitely, when I started, when you know you first quit your job and you take it full-time, sobrang you're like, oh, I'm so floating. What am I doing? Like, eight hours a day? Sobrang wala kang ginagawa. But, you know, I decided to become more inten intentional about it, more purposeful about it. And I was like, okay, let's try things. I don't know what the next right step is for me right now, but like, I just need to take that next step. And I just kept doing that through the fear through the scariness, because I was scared all the time, almost every day, especially when 2020 hit. And I just say, I quit my job late 2019. So my business wasn't a year old when COVID and the pandemic happened. My business was like f half a year old, maybe not even. So I was like, oh my God, this was the worst time ever to quit your job. You know, it was, th that was, so it was fear times, like I think 100. But luckily, you know, you just got to keep putting one step forward, keep praying and you know, whatever, whatever you want to you, you need to do to cope. And luckily, we're here now and I'm running a sustainable business and I'm really excited to see where it's going to go. This podcast is brought to you by Hiraya Pilipina, a Filipino-owned advocacy brand. Hiraya Pilipina is your go-to lifestyle brand for empowering statement tees, totes, and ibaka masks that will motivate and inspire you to become empowered so you too can empower others. 
Check this brand out on Instagram at Hiraya Pilipina and order their beautiful statement tees such as I am the CEO of my life, every day I show up as my highest self, and their newest limited edition collection, I am inspired by others to inspire others. Order now on Shopee Hiraya Pilipina or head over to their website wherehirayapilipina.com. All the links will be in the description down below. Yes. What I love about what you said is that when you started becoming intentional, that's yes. when you see things growing. Because if you hobby mo or your content creation as a hobby and you do not take it seriously, you say, ah, side, side job, lang yan, side hustle. Lang yan. Like, walang intention, wala yung heart doon. And I think when people just start becoming more intentional and just saying that, hey, I am proud of what I do. It's still starting. I'm starting from basically nothing, but I am doing this. I am intentional about this. Then it's it's easier to put your heart into it because alam mo na na nandito yung intention mo. Wow. So, Micah, you are able to turn your hobby into a career. So, I just want to ask, how did you know that a hobby is worth making into a career because maybe marami rin sa ating listeners ngayon na medyo kinakabahan at tatakot din kung worth it ba? How did you know it was worth it? I get asked this question all the time. I can't tell you how often, but this is always my answer. It's never changed. You can't know by thinking it through. You're gonna know when you know and you won't know until you try. But here's the thing. I uh, I don't condone people quitting their jobs with no safety net, with no source of income. When I tell people I quit my job to start my blog and business, it was because while I was on my job, I was starting. I was running this business. So I already had some stream of income coming in through my content creation. And I'm not a huge, I'm not like a mega influencer. Like that's the thing. That's I think that was so powerful to me. Because can you imagine? I'm doing this with like what? 1,000 true followers, true fans and I'm making like well at the time when I first quit it was almost as close to my full-time income which was only working a few hours a week diba so sabi ko dude imagine if I take this full-time what I can do and so you won't know until you actually try something try to make maybe make money try to get income streams through your content creation kahit ano man like freelancing, mag-offer ka ng video editing kasi ang galing mo mag-edit ng videos, mag-VO ka, something related to your creativity or you're gonna try to, I don't know, like you, Cleo, you're in YouTube, right? Like, if somebody else listening to this, like, baka you'll try to actually get into the YouTube partner program, parang gano'n, mag-monetize ka through ads, blah, blah, blah. But I think you won't, you need to try first before you take the leap because, it's it's about being responsible. Like it's not a perfect world. Not everyone who quits their job to pursue their business is going to to make it right away. So we have to be tactical. We have to be responsible. And that's the thing. A lot of people, deba, we think na parang ah, kasi I don't have full time with my business, so di ko kaya i full time ang business ko. But here's the thing: you don't need equal time. You don't need eight hours a day to run your side hustle, your side business. Equal time does not mean equal effort. Because I can give my biggest effort to my job, yes, eight hours a day. 
Pero when I get home, I don't need eight hours to work on my business. Kahit one hour a day, while lunch break ko lang, yung paid breaks ko, I'm gonna use that to grow my business. That can honestly mean a lot. And it goes back to what, you know, we talked about, about being intentional, diba? Like having those clear goals for yourself, for your content, for that hobby you want to turn into a business. Having those clear goals can really, really drive the needle forward. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh my God, I am speechless. <laughs> because I really think of what you said. Uh, sorry, kahit yung mic ko na speechless na siya. <laughs> I really love what you said about it. Na ang dami, sabi mo nga, di ba, na ang daming nagtatanong ng question na ito na, how did you know that it was worth it? Because you'll actually never know. It's a trick question. Oo, di ba? You can't think, there are just some things in life na di kaya natin i-think through lahat. We have to take action and then review the consequences, review the results. Tapos we take action, then repeat. That's really, honestly, it, di ba? Yes, and actually, maraming tao na natatakot magsimula. But the thing is, you just have, sometimes you just have to start and then learn along the way. Oh, super. Yeah, super. I, 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 this is coming from someone who did, never intended to start a business. Like, sabi ko, if I wanted to start a business when I was like, when I was your age, Cleo, when I was 17, I sabi ko, if I'm gonna start a business, it's like, because my 20 years na ako experience in working, blah, 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 tas brick and mortar store ako, physical products, you know, the super traditional I'm just saying, if somebody like me who had no intention could figure it out, I'm pretty sure you as a, like the listeners right now, I'm pretty sure you're, you were way smarter than me than I was at that time. You have so many more ideas. I'm sure kayang kaya nyo to figure it out. Take action, figure it out. But be responsible. Please don't just like quit cold turkey. I'm really not a fan of, I don't condone talaga that advice na pursue your passion and everything will be okay. That's actually not true. Everything comes with hardships. So, you know, be responsible and just take the leap responsibly. But that's the thing. It's so possible as long as you know what you're working towards and you take consistent action and learn super duper duper fast. Learn as fast as you can. That's really the the thing that you need to remember. Oh my God, I agree with that. Because many people that experience now is the best teacher. But if you're young and you do not have any experience, knowledge, the books that you learn, that's your friend. That's your best friend. So true, so true. And if you don't have experience, get the experience. <laughs> Just figure out something that will get it, right? <laughs> yes, I super agree with that. Oh, Micah, as we are talking, I noticed that you are multi-passionate. Am I right? Ah, so true. Yes, absolutely. So being a multi-passionate creative, what are your thoughts? I just want to know your thoughts on being a quote-unquote jack-of-all-trades. Do you think Ooh. that it is more important or having a laser focus or focusing on one thing is more important? Oh, that's actually super good. I've never really thought about it too much, even though it has come up in conversations. What I think about being a jack of all trades or like many trades, if not all, I think it's a good thing. I think it's great to have strengths in different areas and developing my strengths in different areas. I think that I learn so much from different things. Like even if, okay, I'm not great at, let's say, I'm not the best at uh, graphic design. But if I try to like be good at that, I learn so much about discipline, hard work, about learning fast, about streamlining processes, you know, technical stuff like that. 
And I think that it's not a bad thing, especially if, you know, you naturally tend towards it. Like, I think you and I, we tend towards those those things. We have a lot of passions. We have a lot of interests. We're not just good at just one thing. And that's okay. On the other hand, it's also okay if you're like this laser focus. I'm only good at like this one thing. Like video editing is my life. This is all I can do. I'm not really passionate about anything else. That's fine. That's because, you know, the heart wants what it wants. And my heart wants a lot of things. I want to do videos. I want to do, you know, other stuff. I want to do YouTube and stuff like that, you know. It's not necessarily bad. And here's the thing, though. I, as a multi-passionate, as somebody who is like a jack of many trades, if not all, I still believe in laser focus when it comes to the right moment. What I mean by that is you need to focus on something without getting distracted by shiny objects in your way. Like when it comes to goals, like, okay, if I say my goal right now, example, is to have more consistent freelance clients. And I want to do that by consistently being on Instagram or YouTube, getting people to see me so they can hire me. What happens is if we don't focus on that goal and we just, you know, go wherever the wind takes you, sometimes what happens is you lose focus. And when you lose focus, you can't be intentional with that goal and you don't make progress. So that's when, you know, it kind of becomes this very delicate balance. I can't tell you when it's time to focus on just one project or one thing at a time. It's something that you have to know for yourself, but it all starts with having to be very clear about what it is you want to be working towards and what it is you're supposed to do and then laser focusing on that until you are able to focus on the next thing. I'm not saying that you'll never, ever, ever be able to do those other passions you want. So right now, okay, maybe I'm not doing as much, for example, I'm not doing as much video as I want to be doing because I take on -on one-on-one clients. But if I can... If I can figure out more passive income streams, you know, get more income through different things in my business, then I'm going to have so much time to to be able to spend more on video editing, which is something that I'm quite interested in. You know, something like that. It's really you don't have to give up your passion just because there's another thing you have to focus on. It's just put it on a shelf for a little bit and then, you know, take it out once you're ready to, to, you know, pick it up again. And I think that's beautiful about life. Yes, I agree. Oh my God. I actually asked this question on TikTok. Like, sabi ko, I was super confused. I was super frustrated because I am a multi-passionate person myself. And I get this advice from other people na dapat parang may laser focus ka palagi or like may laser focus ka lang in order for you to succeed, to truly succeed. But... As what you said, the heart wants what it wants. <laughs> exactly. There's a way to find, there's a way to balance focus and your passion. Sometimes it means putting aside one and then picking it up again when the time comes. Sometimes it means pursuing a few at the same time, then leaving a few behind for a while. But I don't think it means completely abandoning anything. That's not what I think it means. When people say laser focus... That At least when I say it, when I say you have to focus, I mean you have to focus for a particular time, for just a short while, until you can, you know, sustain yourself enough to actually pursue those other things. And I think that's great. I think if you're multi-passionate, lean into that. But again, don't fall into shiny object syndrome where you're just like pursuing all these different projects and nothing gets significantly done, significantly improved. That's when it becomes, you know... Uh, counterproductive advice for to you know to lean into all your passions when you suddenly are getting more confused than you might have been if you had more focus yes and i also want to share this um 
kasi nung tinanong ko siya sa TikTok, Ayin Bernos also answered that question. So, in a speech niya yun, and nang sabi niya, I, I love her answer, and I just want to share in here, since nasa kwentuhang Pilipina naman tayo. <laughs> sabi niya, being a multi-passionate person herself din daw, I, I think, sabi, she thinks na nakuha niya yung formula by having a balance between all these passions. So, every passion na ginagawa niya, it complements one another. Like, mm, sure. she's a better teacher because she creates content for other people. And I think, nakuha ko siya na parang hindi naman pala kailangan na bawat passion natin is magkakaiba from one another. True. Absolutely, absolutely. That's really that's I think it's a big sign of intelligence. I I was reading a book. I can't remember from where I read this, but a big sign of intelligence is being able to hold two truths in at the same time, saying thinking two opposite truths. And I'm think why not with the same thing with passions, with our interests, with our hobbies. So how can we make sure that they actually you know synergize together and make us have a more fulfilling, more purposeful life? Isn't that amazing? Yes, I love this conversation about being multi-passionate. Oh my God. Yes, I've never had a conversation with anyone yet, so I'm so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> no, Micah, I just want to, I, I want you to briefly explain what do you really do in terms of your business and in terms of your business coaching? Hey, it's Anna here. Enjoying our Quantasesh? catch-up chats, spontaneous life updates, and everything in between, how about listening in on Cuentos with Hannah? Available on wherever you get your podcasts. Can't wait to see you there, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye! All right, so in a nutshell, I help business owners grow their businesses through, you know, creativity, sales systems, and processes that works for them. But on the other hand, sometimes I have clients, many times I have clients who are content creators who suddenly realize like, hey, I can monetize, I can be a coach, I can be a freelancer, I can have a store, stuff like that. And I help them figure it out because it can be overwhelming, like especially when you first start. And a lot of my clients are people who, you know, we... We've kind of been, we're kind of busy. We work uh, either full-time jobs or something. So they're really quite busy. It's not like back then when I was like in college, in school, and I had a lot of free time to figure it out. They're not in that stage right now. So the people that I work with is I help them identify these business goals for themselves. They might have an idea. They might not. That's what I help them with. I help them clarify that. And then we create systems to support them so that they can create a sustainable business. Sustainable is the keyword. I'm not about get rich quick. I'm not about like overnight success, overnight fame, because I think a lot of those formulas are actually meant, they actually burn people out and that's not sustainable. If you burn yourself out, it's not sustainable. Productivity isn't productive if it burns you out. That's really uh, the one of the key mantras that I teach in my in my program. So it's about sustainability and longevity, you know, for your business. Because a business for a lot of us, it's our legacy to the world, right? Like eventually one day if we're too old to work on our businesses and we might pass it down to a team and stuff like that. So it's really about that long term, not about the right now, overnight, I want $100. It's not about that. Yeah. Wow. You're very purposeful on your work. And I'm sure that your clients are also able to learn a lot from it. I personally think that I need that system. Oh my God. 
And I think nabasa ko sa bio, sa website mo, na when you create these formulas for your clients, it is very personal, right? It is. Yeah, it is. Because I believe there's no one-size-fits-all system to a productive, sustainable business. Just because, for example, oh, I want to start a business like ganito, ganyan. Yeah, okay, but doesn't mean you're gonna follow her exact steps because there's a lot of nuances in life. There are things like luck is important, your network's important, where you're starting from is important. All these things. We are never the same. We are never truly on the exact same path as somebody else, even if they are more successful and we try to follow them. So I try to be very personalized. Kung isang client ko is a mother of three, I'm not gonna give her the same roadmap as somebody who is, you know, like me, like doesn't have kids, doesn't have, uh, doesn't have a dependence, and can devote more time into their business. It's not about that. And also, some people are like, oh, I don't want to do video, or I want to do video. It really depends. It's about being personalized. Because uh, their business is their business. I don't want to tell them, oh, you have to start a podcast. You have to do this. It's not about. It's not about a one size fits all thing. It's about a system that really works for each and every person individually, depending on their circumstances. And that's what I really enjoy: is figuring out what could work for my clients. And that's been such a fulfilling thing to be able to do. Yes! Wow! Oh my God! I feel like I need to work with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being persuaded right now, and I feel oh my like others are being convinced too. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my God. So Mike, I just want to ask, how do you constantly find inspiration for creating content that is personalized, informative, and helpful to people? Ah, uh, it's the cliche, Cleo. It's the cliche. Uh, there's inspiration everywhere. In my case, for my content, it's really what people ask me. What are they reacting to in my stories? What are they reacting to when I, cause I have a newsletter, for example, and a lot of people reply to those or a lot of people click on links that I send. So that gives me ideas, right? Like, oh my gosh, they like the post about income stream. So I should do more about this. Or they like uh, my story. They like hearing my story, how I turned my blog to a business. I should do more stuff about that. So it's really, you have to kind of be mindful about what everything that's happening to you. If you're a content creator right now, you want to monetize, try to step back, try to like imagine that you're watching yourself as a content creator, but you're not you. You're like, you're this observer, right? And you're trying to see what are people asking me? What are people commenting? And if you're thinking, I'm too small of a creator to know that because wala akong audience or something, that comes up, diba? Try to see creators you want to be like or entrepreneurs that you want to be like. And then what are people saying in their stuff, diba? Like, try to spy on their comment sections sa YouTube videos nila, sa IG posts nila. Try to spy on their IG stories. What are they creating content about? If it's informational, then what that means it's based on something na their listeners, their their followers are also asking, diba? So I think there, no matter where you are, kahit man my audience ka wala, you can find inspiration in so many places. Because right now, that's where I, that's where I get inspiration, diba? Because from my existing audience, my existing followers, my existing clients. But when I didn't have that, what I did was I would look online. What are people saying sa blogs ng favorite blogger ko? What are they commenting? And you know, if this is you right now, if that's you, wala kang audience who ask you questions, di sila nag-engage, or wala ka pang audience at all, well, number one, try to start that conversation kahit wala kang audience. Try to encourage people to be part of your life in some way. Kahit man you think na, oh, nobody's listening naman. Trust me, somebody is. Just Even if there's just one person, somebody is. 
people are more open. They love connecting with creators like us, diba? Like, and, and, you know, honestly, so many people, like, get me on their podcast or something. They're like, oh, I'm so shy to invite you. And I was like, dude, yes, absolutely. They're like, I, 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 it's okay if you say no. They're going to say something. It's like, dude, it's not a no. It's a yes. I absolutely love to. I love talking to creatives. Like, you know, it's, don't underestimate the power of starting conversations with either your dream collaborators or just, you know, even if it's people you think, hey, you know what, we create similar content, you want to like do something or you want to support each other, it's it's amazing. I think that's what I love most about being a creative person is having this network of of amazing people doing the same thing, similar things, and just learning and growing together. That's so, for me, it's like, wow, this is like the most fulfilling job I can be in right now because there's so many passionate people surrounding me. I love that. Do you have any particular person or like someone you look up to that when you reached out, you instantly sparked this connection that you want to share with us? Oh my gosh. One of my friends, I call like, she's one of my like business best friends now. She's from the States. She's from the States and I found her because I was looking for podcasts to listen to about maybe productivity and stuff. Maybe, you know, just to enrich my own mind because I knew stuff about productivity in my own thing, but I didn't know other things, you know. So um, one of my friends is Sarah from Mindful Productivity Podcast or blog. She has she has both podcast and blog. And she was, okay, she was like obviously like this person from the States. I never knew her. We had obviously zero connections. We had zero like mutual friends. But then I just, you know, followed her on Instagram. I'd like react to her stories. I'd comment on her posts. And now we're like, be- we're like best friends on in our, in our businesses. We're like, we randomly support each other. We reply to each other's stories. Like, you go, girl. Like, I'm, I'm rooting you on. And it's just those things, you know? It's And sh- I would never have expected that this relationship would have come out. Just for me doing a random, like, comment on, hey, you know, I really like this post. And this is what I want. This is what I can add, you know, something. So don't underestimate the power of just starting a conversation. You'll never know who replies. You'll never know who says yes. Yes, I agree. I mean, kahit sa kwentuang Pilipina, I just want to share na noong una, I, I just wanted to start a podcast. That's it. I just wanted to start my yeah. podcast. And I wasn't sure if I should go for a podcast, which is like kwentuang Pilipina, where I converse with different people, or just a podcast where it can be my brain dump, like everything that I want to say. And honestly, I am so grateful and proud that I made this choice of starting a kwentuang, a safe space, Kwentuang Pilipina, where I converse with people like you because conversations right. matter. These they do. Cuentos. They absolutely do. And I think that's actually from your story, Cleo, that's so powerful. I tell people all the time, you when you start a new creative project, kahit business o hindi, kahit wala kang super duper duper clear goal, if your heart is telling you to start it and then just figure it out along the way, sometimes that's a very powerful sign that, hey, this big thing that's not, you're not sure what it's gonna be yet. Maybe it could be a huge thing for you in your own life. It doesn't have to be huge in the world. That's what I always tell people. Your creative work doesn't have to be, doesn't have to have amazing net worth for it to be worth something to you. Because you can have a passion project. You don't want to monetize. You don't want to be a business. That's okay. That's also something I talk about a lot, like in my free content, in my IG and stuff, like about just pursuing creativity for creativity's sake for your happiness. So if anyone needs to hear that, if anyone is like, parang, do I have to be a business owner? Do I have to try to monetize? You don't. 
But if you want to, if that's something you're ready for, then go ahead. But that's the thing, right? You really have to know. You just have to know that this is something you want to do. And then figuring it, figure it out from there. It will surprise you. It will surprise you how far your thing goes. Even if it's just for you as a person, for your own happiness. I love that. I love what you said na sometimes yung mga bagay na ginagawa natin, hindi naman siya kailangan maging meaningful sa mundo para maging meaningful sa sarili natin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, absolutely. I love that you translated it. That's like it just sounded more beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God, I'm, I'm actually more comfortable with Tagalog. Pero we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Me too. Like I'm more comfortable in English, and I'm very self-conscious about my Tagalog because I didn't grow up in Manila. So I spoke. I grew up speaking Hiligaynon, or you know. From I'm from Bacolod, so I speak Ilongo. So I'm very shy about my Tagalog. But that's the thing. That's the thing about conversations. If we really passionate about it, we're gonna try. We're gonna, you know, bridge that gap. So I I love this. I love this conversation. I love everything. <laughs> love it so far. Now, Micah, I want to dive deeper into a topic that I recently saw on one of your Instagram posts. But I think it's also something that you're focused on, especially with your work, which is about purposeful productivity wow what a term so i am curious about it what is the basis for you to say that your productivity is purposeful hey it's julianne also known as yen you might know me from tiktok where i post content about wisdom wellness and stories to inspire Join me in my podcast at Journey with Julianne for even more content on how both you and I can nourish our mind, body, and spirit on this journey called life. I look forward to growing with you. Listen to Journey with Julianne whenever you listen to your podcast. Check me out after listening to this one. I was... Honestly, starting about, I started talking about productivity because I was very interested in, you know, having big goals for myself, etc. And I know to achieve your goals, you need to be productive. However, when I started going in this whole, you know, rabbit hole about productivity, I realized so much of the conversation about productivity Parang it was about ano na, parang hustle culture, as in the kind that isn't healthy for a human being. Parang mas importante na wala kang tulog kasi if wala kang tulog because you were working on this business, this project all night, mas meaningful siya. But sabi ko, Cleo, you have to know this about me. I am this, I am a lazy girl who puts on the skin of a productivity girl. Kasi I love having time to rest. I get things done in my life and in my business. Kasi I want time to enjoy my life. I want to hang out with my friends. I want to play video games. I want to watch Netflix until, you know, from 8 p.m. to 12 midnight. It's things like that. So I started thinking about purposeful productivity. Kasi sabi ko, why does productivity automatically equate to like hustle, grinding until you burn yourself out? Parang nakaka overwhelm, nakaka you know, it's nakakasawa actually to be honest. Like I don't, I didn't like that feeling. Na parang okay, so if I don't sleep for like three weeks, what happens? I'm like, I'm not, ha- I'm not gonna be happier. I'm just saying. 
So sabi ko, why don't we put a lens on productivity and give it like this qualifier, diba? This parang purposeful. And what that means is purposeful productivity is really focusing on the things. It's about being intentional, spoiler alert, about focusing on the things that really move the needle towards your goals. So if your goal is to, you know, if, if, listener, if your goal right now, you want to be like Cleo, you want to be a YouTuber, a vlogger, amazing, creative blo- vlogger like her, the purposeful productivity tells you, then the first thing you have to do now is to start that channel. You have to start making that video. But in hustle culture, it might be, ah, make your video and then like, you know, just try to make videos every single day for like 30 days prior to grow and trigger the algorithm. It's all these things that are medyo, <laughs> to be honest, toxic sometimes. And I don't like that. Uh, I don't like how people think that productivity is a dirty word. I don't think so. I think hustle culture is, is, is you know, the dirty word here because it tells people that, hey, if you're not exhausted, as in like, if you're not dying at the end of the day, if you're not, if you're not struggling, then whatever you're working towards isn't worth it. And I was like, no, that's not me. I'm too, I'm too, you know, I, I joke all the time. I'm too lazy for that. You know, I'm not into that. So that's also what I want people to know. Purposeful productivity is about doing only what you need to do to get to your goals. And that has everything to do with being intentional, with being mindful, with knowing, having laser focus on, you know, having self-knowledge, self-mastery, and all that stuff. That's really where it starts. And that's something, it's a lifelong process. I don't think there's a there's ever a time where you're like, well, this is it. I'm productive now. And ito na, this is it. I've hit, I've hit peak productivity. It's an ongoing process forever. It's a habit. Productivity is a habit. It's a skill. And anyone can develop it. Kahit man, whoever you are. Whoever you are. Wow. Like, as you know, I I was listening very carefully kasi natatamaan ako. <laughs> I mean, I was, I am so exposed to this hustle culture na Ah, oh, sometimes nakaka-burnout siya. I think that's the term. Nakaka-burnout kapag sobrang exposed ka sa hustle culture and yung productivity na for you is yung sabi mo nga, working until 12 a.m. until you're exhausted, until you already have no time for yourself. Oh my God. And I love that you're giving this lens. You're giving this lens on productivity which is to have more purpose on it. and to allow yourself to also enjoy life and live life. Exactly. What's the point of working super hard, diba? you don't even enjoy at the end of the day or at the end of the month. I'm not saying that you're not allowed ever to have stressful periods. I always have stressful periods when I'm launching new offers, when I'm launching my course, for example. That's super stressful. I often work overtime. Pero I'm saying that you don't have to live like that every day, every single day for the rest of your life. Kasi parang kung wala kang time to like rest and etc. Then what's the point? If you burn yourself out before you give yourself the chance to truly shine. Parang, you know, it's like everyone's just like a little star. It's like if you, if you, there are many stars out there in the universe that are meant to have a short-lived life because they burn themselves out quicker. And I was like, we don't want to be those stars. We want to be those long, twinkling stars that sustain themselves for years and years and years. Longer than the ones who burned themselves out. because Again, they kept going way faster, way too hard for them to be able to be sustainable. That's not what we want. Yes, I love that we keep on repeating the word sustainable because that's what we really want, right? And actually, I just want to share this about my YouTube channel journey and everything because I was actually 
burnt out noong early January because I thought that kailangan kong mag-post twice a week in order to trigger the algorithm and have a successful YouTube channel to hit my goals faster. Mm-hmm. So, ah, it came to the point where uh, when I was really burnt out na. And right now, I am heading towards this sustainable journey na kahit once a week lang ako magpo-post. Yes, it is slow. There is so much beauty and slow growth. Yeah. I love slow growth. I There's no shame in slow growth if it's sustainable, meaningful growth. I love that. That's actually one of the designs on one of our tote bags that we will be really... I'm so looking. I'm so looking forward to that. Thank you. I'm so, oh my God. already on the wait list. I'm already going to add myself to the wait list. Like, yep, add the cart, add the cart. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, because itong collection namin ito, it's called Hashtag Dear Self. And these are actually some of the letters that I have for myself. And one of those is, yeah, what I said, there is so much beauty and slow growth. I love that. And I can't I can't agree more. There is so much beauty and slow growth. Because that's also where you get to the you get to enjoy, you know, you're taking the scenic route kumbaga, towards your goals. Like if right now, if burnout is telling you to run towards your goals super fast, you don't get to enjoy the view. Slow growth tells you, like, hey, every step matters and every where everywhere we are at any point in our journey matters and i think that's such a beautiful quote to have for your tote bags i'm very excited for that super excited i'm gonna add it to cart already (laughs) i'm gonna wait list thank you oh my god micah i love that we support each other even through this small conversation that we only had but i'm having a great time conversing with you but now we're actually down to our last question, which is, of course, all about productivity once again. But how do you think can we battle feeling, quote-unquote, unmotivated whenever we are trying to accomplish work or whenever we are trying to be productive? There are so many, many, many ways to find motivation. But the one thing I want to leave listeners with, and for people who know me, who have followed me for any length of time, then you're, I'm sorry, you're going to hear this from me again. But we need to understand that motivation isn't actually the thing that gets us going. It's not the trigger for productivity. It's not the trigger for action. Motivation is actually the byproduct of doing the work. What does that mean? It means when we sit down to do the thing, even though we don't feel like it, we don't feel quote-unquote motivated, diba? Parang ayoko mag-edit ng video kahit gusto ko naman. Parang, or parang I know this will really help me. Parang if I hit this uh, deadline today, I can hit my publishing schedule, etc. Kung di mo feel, I want you to understand, when you sit down to do the work, when you actually start, that's when you get the motivation. And one actionable way I would like to share with your listeners, and again, to my own followers, I'm sorry, you've heard me talk about this a bajillion times, but try the 10-minute rule. And what I, uh, what I always say about the 10-minute rule is this. Whenever you don't feel like doing something or you think you want to do something else, but you know this task is more important, sit down, do it for just 10 minutes, uninterrupted, no distractions, do the best that you can for 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes you're going to want to probably keep going. Like 99% of the time, I tell you, you're gonna want to keep working on the thing because what happens is, as you were working, even when you didn't feel like doing it, you were giving yourself motivation because motivation is just momentum. It's momentum in disguise. 
A lot of us think motivation is the thing that makes us, ah, I'm going to start working now. Hindi, that's actually inspiration. We can't always control inspiration, but we can actually, life hack, we can actually control motivation. We can give ourselves that motivation. So try the 10-minute rule. You can even set a timer para mas fun. Diba? You can set like a timer on your phone or you have like a cute timer app or something. There's so many cute ones right now. So try that out and don't knock it till you try it. You might think, ah, that won't work for me. 10 minutes. Parang that's so short. That's the, that's the beauty of it. It's so short, but it gives long results. You're going to want to keep going. 10 minutes becomes 15, 20, 30. Then sooner or later, naging one hour work session ka, diba? So if you are feeling unmotivated, try that at home. Try it a few times. And the most important thing really is to do it imperfectly. You don't have to have it all figured out. Parang kahit wala pa akong storyboard pang YouTube video, okay lang. Just figure it, sit down and figure and figure it out there. And don't be distracted. The easiest way to like not make the 10-minute rule work is kung, you know, na, you, you, get, you get yourself distracted all the time with notifs, etc. So try to put your phone away, have a cute timer, just count down 10 minutes, do the work kahit man messy siya, kahit hindi siya perfect. That's okay. But that's where it starts. I think it relates to the quote, action creates more action. I love that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Even if we only did it for 10 minutes. And I actually first heard this from you during the talk. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. And, oh, my God. I was taking notes. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. That means a lot to me. When people tell me they take notes, I'm so touched. <laughs> yes. And not just taking notes, but I also try to apply it as well. Because of these this 10-minute rule is very important because as what you said, motivation is just a byproduct of action. and life hack by Micah it can actually <laughs> be controlled yes life hack secret hack not so secret secret <laughs> thank you so much Micah what stayed with me in my 21 with Micah is really the 10 minute rule once again what it means is that you just have to do a project or that thing which you keep on putting off for only 10 minutes. It doesn't matter if you stop doing it after 10 minutes, but for sure, kapag nasimulan mo na siya, ay gusto mo nang ituloy-tuloy pa yung ginagawa mo. I actually love this hack so much. It's a life changer. <laughs> you can reach Micah on her Instagram at MicahAngelicaGons and you can also subscribe to her YouTube channel MicahGonzalez-ThatProductivityGirl Of course, do not forget to visit her blog mindofmica.com and all of the links will be in the description box down below. Before I end this episode, please join our Facebook group, Kwentuhang Pilipina Community, and get the chance to meet like-minded people and also get exclusive updates about the podcast. Once again, head over now to our Facebook group, Kwentuhang Pilipina Community. This has been your Sunshine Cleo, and I will see you again next Monday for another Quentuhan. Bye! <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 